thousands of years ago, they were Apollo, Zeus, Ares. Now they are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and the other heroes and villains of DC and Marvel Comics. Join us every week as we discuss the legendary stories, characters, concepts, and other parts of comics as we examine the modern pantheon of heroes. Let's get heroic. Welcome to Under Two Capes, the podcast for the comic book fan. Welcome to Under Two Capes. I am Jared. And I'm Lad. And uh, we have a very, like, a very like historically significant episode tonight because as opposed to doing like a, an analysis of a particular character, we're going to be doing it on the man himself, Stan Lee. Yes. Which everyone knows that this guy is probably created. This guy is the reason why Marvel Comics is as big as it is today. Like a hundred percent as big a, as it is. So I guess we'll, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a summary of him and then we'll go over like what characters he's come up with. Or do you want to do, to do characters first, lad? Uh, well, sorry. The, you said this, I it cut out. The first option was, I heard the second option. Do you want to do a summary of, of like his life and like his association with Marvel first? Or do you want to do his characters? Yeah, let's do the summary first of his life. Because right. we, so then we can jump into the characters. All right. So Stan Lee is not his actual name. Well, I, oh, oh, my life is a whole lie. I, I've been lied to. <laughs> his name is Stanley Martin Lieber. Oh, wow. So the reason why he changed his name. Okay, so so for, first we'll start. He started off. Oh, so when he started in comics, Marvel Comics was called Timely Comics. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you noticed this, lad, but. The, the Lego Marvel superheroes game, it, I think it's like two, made a reference to this is because the comics book like like uh, location has timely comics. Oh, that's really sick. Nice. Yeah. And, and, and you know how the mission end screen is like a comic book. If you look in the top, it says timely comics. Oh, that's oh, that's so cool! I didn't know that. That's a good, a good little hint. I know. It took me a second to realize that. Mm -hmm. Okay, I am going to go. Uh, I have to share the screen so people so people can see what I'm looking at. Yes. And but oh. and if you guys want to see what we're sharing, you can uh, go, go to the YouTube channel. Elijah, do me a favor and tell me if, if you can see the page I have up. Yep, I can see the page, and you can too, viewers, if you head over to Under Two Capes YouTube channel. Yep, like, comment, subscribe. We actually put up a two-hour Star Wars-themed episode there on Mandalorian culture, so be sure to check that out as well on a Star mm -hmm. Wars show called Knights of Mandalore. All right, so anyway, now, so... He started off like in a pretty low part of Marvel Comics. Like he was basically an intern. Mm. Um, so he said, in those days, the artist dipped the pen in ink. So I had to make sure the ink wells were filled. So he, not only that, he got them their lunch. He did proofreading. He erased the pencils from the finished pages for them. Mm -hmm. And then occasionally he'd get to like, 
to uh, to uh, or, or, to actually write like dialogue and stuff. But uh, so eventually, uh, okay. So so and and then uh, uh, and then World War Two happens. I'm I'm gonna kind of skip around because there's a lot of stuff. And then he he joins the military and the army in the Signal Corps, and basically what he's doing is just making sure all the communication lines work. And uh, he, he would also be in charge of like, of making sure uh, of uh, writing all the field manuals and all that stuff. So basically he was still writing, even though he was in the army. Mm -hmm. And um, so let's see. Okay, so while in the army, he received letters from the editors of Timely. He would write and send back, and send the story back on Monday. So actually, he was writing while in the army. In, in other words, he, he would like write the story and then mail it back to Timely. <laughs> and uh, so let's see, what else? Mid 1950s, he was now joining the... Okay, so now the... Um, so T Timely Comics became Atlas Comics. And then he wrote... Uh, okay, so, uh, okay, so, and then what happened was after World War II, the comic books started to get kind of more cheesy than they were at that time. Mm -hmm. Like you had really boring characters no one really cared about. And he actually considered quitting the field. It got to the point where that's why he took the name Stan Lee because he didn't want anyone know, associating his name with comic books. So what eventually happened is that, so, so on the DC side, this is where DC f fits in. So Julie Schwartz, he was um, the, the editor at the time. He was revitalizing comics with like, where he reinvented Flash, Green Lantern, and then he created the Justice League of America. So the JLA became so popular that um, a publisher, Martin Goodman from, from Marvel, uh, I'm just gonna call it Marvel at this point, told Stan Lee, hey, come up with a cool superhero team. So during this whole time, Stanley was considering quitting and leaving comics altogether. And then his wife said, okay, write one comic the way you want it to be. Like mm -hmm. write the comic that you would read. Yeah. So eventually what happened is he wrote the Fantastic Four. Oh yeah. That's the origin for the Fantastic Four. And then it was massively popular, rightly so. I mean, the co the comics are good. The movies are obviously not. We're <laughs> going to do a full rant on that when we do the Fantastic Four movie uh, uh, episode. Trust me. Listen, they're fun, particularly okay. Fan, <laughs> particularly Fan Four Stick. <laughs> but anyway, so from there, so, so eventually, so it was so popular that like, um, that that um, Marvel's like editorial team was like, just keep doing that. We're good with it. Do whatever you want. So he, mm. so this is when we, you have the explosion with him with Kirby, when they created like the Hulk, Thor, Iron Man, the X Men, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, uh, and then Spider Man. The way he created Spider Man is so he wanted to make a new superhero, and he said, okay, I'll make him a teenager now. We don't have the like pretty much any teenage like main superheroes. You have the sidekicks obviously with DC, but you don't have like the main characters of the book. So mm -hmm. he thought, so what, should I, so what should I call him? So he looked out his window and saw like a bug hanging on the, off his wall. So he goes, wouldn't it be kind of cool if a superhero was like stuck to walls? So he goes, okay, so 
you can call it insect man, mosquito man, fly man. How about Spider-Man? And then hmm. Spider-Man was created. And then Spider-Man was like really popular because what was interesting is that is that um, Spider is that Spider-Man was like doing stuff that as superheroes would never do, like catch colds and stuff. He was nervous around girls when he was Peter Parker. <laughs> also, this is when they established that all these books take place in a shared continuity. So th this is kind of the start of the Marvel continuity. <laughs> and then also, uh, they, they also this is also the creation of the Avengers. And they would, uh, and then with the Avengers, they would reboot characters like Namor. Namor was like Marvel character number two. Yeah. And, and then I mean, and when it was Timely Comics, they made Namor and then the Human Torch. Now this Human Torch is not the Johnny Storm Human Torch. This is an android. Hmm. He's the android that got, I think he got chemicals spilled on him and became the Human Torch. He actually shows up in the Squadron Supreme co comic that I'm reading. Anyway, so, so you have him and Captain America came back because Captain America was in the World War II comic days. So they brought him back into the air quotes and, and you can see him on the camera. So you can see him doing air quotes, the modern age. Yeah. And then eventually, uh, let's see, what else? Splash page of each story is, what is the splash page? It's him slipping me to a phone like this. I know. Restoring images from online and cancel the local. Okay, so you, and then also around this time, this is also when you get the whole idea about how not only the author and the penciler got credit on the book, but also the inker and like the colorist. Originally, that that's not oh. the way it works. Hmm. And then eventually, um, Stan Lee um, took over as as editor of Marvel. So he was like the main guy. Oh. And this is this is also when you get what's called Stan Soap Ops, say a box, which is a section like all the Marvel comics where he, he would just explain what's going on with the company to the average comic book reader. So he'd keep, keep them informed on the characters they care about. Mm -hmm. And then this is when he also, and then the, where Excelsior came from for first off, it's the motto of New, New York State, but he used to sign off all, all, all those soap boxes. His like little, um, like from Stan Lee was just Excelsior. Mm. And then from there, um, he also created uh, like the Marvel team, him specific, also created what's called the Marvel me Method. And what that is, is, um, okay, so. So Stan w w was working on so many books that, that he couldn't afford to, because the way a traditional comic script works is that on one side of the page, you have like the dialogue. And then the other side of the page, you have like a detailed description of the scenes. So, so the artist can go back through that and like draw a bit based on the instructions provided. Mm -hmm. But what the Marvel method is, it's just, it's basically the, the script and then the 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 writer telling the artist okay so generally i want like say spider-man to be swinging from a wall for fighting bad guys just give me mm -hmm. that so it's more open to the artist's interpretation and that's actually how the silver surfer showed up because you had so it was stan lee and jack K kirby they were writing the the fantastic four issue where galactus first showed up and then stan lee mm -hmm. is, is looking through the book and he's like Okay, why? Who's the guy with the surfboard? So he calls up 
uh, Jack Kirby, Jack the King Kirby, who was the artist mm-hmm. on that book. And he goes, Jack, what's with the guy in the surfboard? And he said, well, see, I figured a guy as powerful as Galactus needed a herald. And I put him on a surfboard because the kids are really into surfing these days. <laughs> That's literally the origin of the, of the Silver Surfer. That's so funny because they so because the artist could do whatever he basically wanted just based basically on the general guidelines. <laughs> yeah, they they do a lot a lot of that. It, it, even DC d- does it occasionally. I think Scott Snyder did that on uh, on Death Metal. Mm-hmm. So in other words, it, it it's really it, it promotes really more teamwork and coordination between all of the people in in the uh, in the creative team. So then, so now you also have Stan, this is also around the time that that Stan Lee created the Falcon, and then okay, so and then Stan Lee became the publisher, which is basically one of the main guys in Marvel, mm-hmm. and then let me see, he became the the public face of Marvel Comics, which is probably why he's done so many cameos in the MCU. Yeah. To the point where people are like, he's probably the Watcher. Yeah. Or maybe he's just Nick Fury because there was a period where like Nick Fury was the Watcher. Oh, that's the point. Uh, let's, let's see. He also created She-Hulk. That, that, that's also here. And uh, She-Hulk is actually a pretty pretty interesting character, but, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. So anyway, eventually he, he, he stepped down as like, a main contributor at Marvel in 2000 and then started doing his own stuff. He formed Stanley media. And then from there, let me see. And, and then obviously I think it was, was it like, I thought, I think Spider-Man was the first time he started doing, um, he started doing cameos, right lad? Or was it fantastic Four? I think it was Spider-Man. I think it, I think it's Spider-Man. I will pull that up for you right now as you continue okay. going. While you do that. So, also, this is something that's really cool. In 2001, he actually wrote for DC because they, really? had, this seri- they had this series called Just Imagine where basically he took like Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and The Flash and reimagined their origins for fun. And by the way, really? he has his own Earth pretty much, by the way. Just like his versions of the characters? Yeah, their own origins. They're not even like Clark Kent, Diana Prince, right? Well, Superman is Clark Kent, but that's just the name he assumes when he crash lands to Earth. He's actually a space cop. Really? I'm trying to. I'm pulling okay, up a map of the multiverse. Few. Yeah, go ahead. I got. I got. I got a few. So his first actual Marvel cameo isn't in a, a movie. It's in. The TV movie, The Trial of the Incredible Hulk, from I guess one of the Hulk TV shows. Oh, live okay. action. And he's okay. like a he's a jury member, and he looks like way younger because this is 1989. Okay, so, I see. So that. This is his first his first cameo here. But if we well, want to consider like his you know first of like his movie cameos more recently, it was in 2000 in the X Men movie. He was a okay. hot dog vendor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And by the way, so the Earth in the in in the, the DC multiverse—that's Stan Lee's Earth. That's Earth Six. Earth so on six. Earth Six. On Earth Six, 
it's all of all of his reimagining of the DC characters. Really? Yeah, it's really, really, it's a really good, good series. He's a really interesting writer. It's just something I'm not really used to, but it, it, it takes a while to like to like um to like notice his writing style. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of of. Uh, of appearances on game shows and like comic book shows. He showed up at conventions a lot. He even did cameos in like well-known comic book shows like Comic Book Men and like The Big Bang Theory. By the way, if, if those of you that don't know, Comic Book Men is a oh, series, okay. is a series um, on Amazon. Uh, it stars Kevin Smith and basically it follows the comic book store that, that Kevin Smith owns. It's basically Pawn Stars, but like comic book stuff. It's really, really interesting. Mm. And then, so uh, eventually he, um, and then unfortunately he died in 2018. I mean, that was a shock. I'm like. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember that here. That was like everywhere when that happened. Yeah, everyone did, did like memorials to Stanley. He got the presidential. Uh, he, I mean, he got he got the National Medal of Arts in two thousand eight. Mm. Well deserved, definitely well deserved. Yep. He he actually showed up in a couple of superhero comic books himself. Like, the, he's on the cover of a Fantastic Four issue. He's. He's in the issue of. I'm see. I thought I saw in here he was a in, in a DC book. But, but basically, he he's actually cameoed in comic books as well. Oh really? Oh okay. Here we go. Lee was parodied by Kirby in comics pu- published by rival DC Comics as Funky Flashman. Funky Flashman. Oh God. So he was in the pages of Mr. Miracle. I'm gonna f- find this at one point on DCU and put that up on the Instagram. That'd be great. Yeah. So, so, okay, so here it is. Lee had cameo appearances in many Marvel film and television projects, including those within the MCU. A few of these appearances are self-aware and some is referring to, season, to Lee's involvement in the creation of certain characters. He had completed the, the film f- footage for his cameo of, of Endgame prior to his death. So that's like his last one. Hmm. He even showed up in, in the 2018 DC movie Teen Titans Go to the Movies. Oh yeah, I think yeah he cameoed in it, and then like the Titans kicked him out because he's like, "You're not allowed to be here." <laughs> <laughs> and also, th- this is kind of missing that, but he also showed up in like all the Lego uh, Marvel games. Oh yeah, remember he's he's playable, and he actually has like almost all the powers in just his single character, like Heat Vision frost and everything he's insane he has the what's it called the the stand buster suit that has like a That's giant so pencil on the shoulder how do you unlock stan lee in, in, in superheroes 2 oh yeah that's right you have to rescue him every single there's like a lot of like i think like 50 stan lees or there's like you know he's in different scenarios where he's been like caught or trapped somewhere and if you rescue him like a certain number of times then you actually unlock him as a player character so it's actually really hard well i know what i'm doing yep all right so we we, we talked a little bit about his life there's so much more i can get into but this is a a limited time podcast so now we're gonna go over all the characters that he created so i have this list here from time magazine that this was actually Mm -hmm. written around the time he died all right 
Heroes created by Stan Lee. You ready, lad? Yep. All right. Ant-Man, The Ancient One, The Avengers, Beast, Black Panther, Black Widow, Captain Marvel. I'm not sure if that's actually Carol Danvers or the cool Ms. Uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Cyclops, Daredevil, Doctor Strange, Fantastic. All the really good characters. Groot. Hawkeye, Hulk, Human Torch, Iceman, Invisible Woman, Iron Man, Jean Grey, Mr. Fantastic, Nick Fury, mm-hmm. Professor X, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, Spider-Man, Thing, Thor, Wasp, X-Men. Like a lot of really dope characters. And by the way, he created the X-Men, but they were not like a popular team in the beginning. They actually got canceled. Really? And then it wasn't until Chris Claremont came along and he started writing like the really good stuff for X-Men, like Days of Future Past. That was him. The Phoenix Saga was him. And then also combined onto that, you also had the art of Jim Lee. Ooh. It's like, yeah, it, it, a lot knows I'm a big Jim Lee guy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Villains created by Stan Lee. Dr. Doom, Dr. Octopus, Green Goblin. I have no idea who Case. Cecilia says, I will look that up real quick. Bear with me, folks. Oh, that guy. The bad guy from, from, Mr. Sh- from Dr. Strange. Oh, yeah. Cecilius C- or something like that. Yeah. That shows how much of a f- forgettable villain he was. Yeah, unfortunately. Kingpin, Loki, Magneto, Sandman, Vulture, Whiplash. Lots of really interesting ca- characters. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of other characters that he made, but it's like, all right, so lad, let me ask you this. Who's your favorite character created by Stan Lee? Ooh, I mean, it has to be Spider-Man, but okay. Spider-Man really? definitely number one, but I'm going to go for number two just because I have to also that oof, number two is a little bit more difficult to pick, but... I probably have to go with Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is cool. probably my number two. Number one for me is Iron Man. Number two is Thor. Mm. Like you, that's a good one. Of those two, because I, I, Captain America was not created by Stan Lee, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But if I can't pick those two, probably if I have to pick my favorite X Men character, probably Wolverine. Ah, okay. Oh, actually, Wolverine's not on this list. Okay, so he probably wasn't made by Stan Lee. That's weird. Hmm. Let me look that up real quick. Who created Wolverine? Uh, let me see. Based on Wolverine by Roy Thomas Langley. Okay, so let me see here. Oh, by the way, Wolverine's first appearance was in an Incredible Hulk issue. Oh, really? Okay, it wasn't Stanley. Yeah, let me show you Wolverine's cl- old costume. You're going to love this. Let's see. This is like, okay, it's not this. It's not, actually, wait, wait, wait. I think it showed up in the search results. You're going to love this one, lad. Look at that. Let's see which one, where we are. Oh, the classic. Yeah, the claws were just part of the gloves. It wasn't like he had adamantium in his bones. Wait, oh man, I thought you were talking about the one with like you know the the classic yellow, but this is like classic Earth. It's like super classic. It's like just all yellow. It looks kind of 
it looks more like a tiger or something. Yeah, he he, well, he he looks he looks a lot like a real weenie. Yeah, it, it's kind of kind of embarrassing. Yeah, he yeah he he showed up in his first issue was fighting the Incredible Hulk. Nice. Okay, in terms of my favorite X Men character created by Stan Lee, probably probably Magneto. Mm-hmm. Up in, in terms of bad guys, but in terms of good guys, probably Black Widow. Because I like a lot of that spy stuff. Who's your favorite bad guy created yeah. by Stan Lee? What? Who's your favorite bad guy created Man. by Stan Lee? Mine is Doctor Doom, oh, actually. Yeah, he is a, so he created like all the most Doctor of the Spider Man characters. I think. Oh man, but yeah, a lot of Spider-Man characters, but these are all like really good ones. Doc Ock, I really like Doc Ock, but I, I probably put Loki first. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Loki yeah, kind of annoyed probably, me in the MCU, go- but uh, go ahead, lad. <laughs> oh boy. Yep. But, no, that's it. Okay. And okay. So, so the characters created by Stanley. There's one thing I want to show. I'm going to share my other screen because I have three screens. So this, mm-hmm. so over here, if we go to to my third screen, Earth Six. Just imagine if someone completely outside the multiverse was to create their own version of some of DC's greatest heroes. That's the the multiverse Earth that Stanley. Um, create uh, it's his world. Hmm, wow! Because the series that's create uh, that it is the that's the Stanley series is um, it's called Just Imagine. Mm-hmm. So now we've talked a little bit about Stanley's appearances and like um. Now let's talk, uh, actually t- talk about his MCU um, cameos. Let me go back to my other computer screen. <laughs> I, I was actually looking at, I kind of got caught on to them while, once I looked at that first one. <laughs> Wait, let me okay, hang on. I got to share the screen better. Hang on. Not desktop three. I want Safari Stanley. All right. All right. List of Stanley cameos. All right. Okay, so let's look. Okay, now first slide. What's your favorite one? Ooh, favorite one. Oh, that's a that's a tough question. There's some really, uh, really good ones. Okay, from from the MCU, right? I mean, because there's a few. He has some cameos in some of the other movies as well. No, all the Marvel movies that uh, that uh, he's shown up in. Any Marvel movie. Ooh, boy. Oh, I, I think the one in uh, Winter Soldier when he's the security guard and he realizes <laughs> that the suit was stolen. <laughs> and he's like, I'm so fired. <laughs> yeah, that, that was good. One of my favorites is the one in Fantastic Four 2 because he shows up to, to the wedding and they're like, name Stan. I should be on that list. Name Stan Lee. He's like, oh, okay, bro. Okay, guy. <laughs> the guard does not believe him. He's like, no, I'm Stan Lee. That's <laughs> oh, funny. Uh, let's see what else. Um, he, he was also in Ant Man one. He's the guy. He's in like uh, like the, the flashback 
that the friend get, get, that Louise gives Scott when he's like saying, okay, okay, so he, so here's what happened. He, he, um, he, you know, when he goes through that like really long, like elaborate, like recap of events. Oh yeah, Louise that is one. going the long recap. Oh. <laughs> I love the one in Avengers: Age of Ultron, where, where he's drinking, where Thor and Captain America are, are, are drinking that, that um, as Guardian Ale, and then he's like, "This wouldn't work for you. This is not for mortals." And they're like, "Neither was Omaha Beach. Pour it on, Blondie." He pours it, and then they have to carry him out. He's going Excelsior. Oh boy, that's funny. Oh, and let's not all forget the Tony Stank cameo. Yeah, that was pretty good too. Oh. That was so great. I love the one in in the Amazing Spider-Man Two, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man One, where he's like cl cleaning the library, and behind him, of uh, Spider-Man and, and the Lizard are fighting. Oh, yeah, he just like casually doesn't notice that the whole thing is being destroyed. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, there's one in Guardians of the Galaxy One where he's hanging out with the two girls. Uh, and uh, and Rock is like, move on, you pervert. Oh boy. And then uh, what I love about his cameos is that they're really like like you don't expect them. It's like all of a sudden there's Stan Lee. Right. Yeah. He just pops out of nowhere. Oh, he's the guy who cuts Thor's hair in Ragnarok. <laughs> Uh, let's see. He he's the driver of Peter's school bus in Avengers Endgame, uh, uh, Infinity War. Oh, when the students on the bus watch Ebony Maw's ship arriving, the driver says, "Stanley." He goes, "What's the matter with you, kids? You never seen a spaceship before." <laughs> I love that. Uh, Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, the, it, 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 Captain Marvel is the one w where she's on the train and he's reading a newspaper. Oh yeah. Oh, here's interesting. So in Endgame, the scene where he's pa passing by the base and he goes, "Make peace, not war." The the girl with him is a digital recreation of his actual wife. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because she actually died beforehand. He also showed up in the in the um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff. By the way, I love how in the, see, here's how you know Wikipedia has issues. When they put the Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer description in the films under Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because, okay, so he, uh, here's X-Men. Okay, he's the hot dog vendor. There you go. In this one, in X-Men Last Stand, Chris Claremont also shows up as two of Jean Grey's neighbors. Wow, that's cool. Mm -hmm. In Deadpool, he's the guy, he's the, uh, the mic guy at the strip club. <laughs> X-Men Apocalypse, he's w w watching the nukes take off. He makes an appearance in No Good Deed, a short film aired before Logan. Oh, 
Oh, no good deed. That's the one where that's a, that where they basically announced Deadpool 2, where Deadpool's just walking down the street and he sees someone getting robbed. So he hops in the phone booth and it's changing. Then they start playing the classic Superman theme. And then he jumps out of the phone booth. And then Stanley is there. He's like, whoa, nice suit. And then Deadpool turns to him and goes, zip it, Stanley. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Deadpool's the only one that, that can so actually, nice. like, see outside of the, you know, the the box, you know, think outside yeah. the box and see oh, really? the, his crater. But yeah, you mean, you, you mean wherever he goes uh, so dark? Are you sure you're not from the DC universe? Yeah, Deadpool could see, like, from, the, you know, fourth-person per perspective or something, like, uh, the viewer. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Zip it, Thanos! Uh, yeah, so good. In Deadpool two, she he's uh he, he's graffiti. Mm. Okay, so let's see what else. Spider Man trilogy. He appeared in Spider Man's first battle with the Green Goblin, pulling a little girl away from falling debris. And the, and the DVD deleted scenes. Lee plays a street vendor who tries to sell Peter a pair of sunglasses. Okay. Mm -hmm. In Spider Man two, he repeats the Spider Man stand as another innocent person during his battle with Doctor Octopus. In a blooper scene um, that appears as an extra in the DVD release, Lee has another cameo saying, look, Spider-Man stole that kid's sneakers. Oh, man. In Spider-Man 3, can't believe I actually have to read anything from Spider-Man 3. Mm -hmm. This is how much I love my fans. I'm, I'm, I'm reading stuff in Spider-Man 3 now. Oh, man. Lee's appearance is a credited role in Man in Times Square. He stands next to Peter Parker, both of them reading a news ticker about Spider-Man and commenting, you know, I guess one man can make a difference. I remember that. I remember that one. I was like, oh, okay, mm -hmm. that is, that is uh, Stanley. All right. Fantastic Four is the first one he appears. He appears as a character he created for the Fantastic Four comics, which is Willie Lumpkin. He's the mail carrier who greets the Fantastic Four as they enter the Baxter building. I remember that one. Yeah, that's definitely great. And then he, he's the one. And then I mentioned Fantastic Four with Silver Surfer. Uh, let me see. Oh, oh, what's interesting is that he uh, is that that scene where Lee showed up in Fantastic Four 2 and he, he turned away at the wedding. That actually happened in the comics. Really? Yeah, he and Jack Kirby both are turned away from Reed and Sue's wedding because they don't believe who they are. Mm -hmm. so we showed up in blade in hulk he, he okay there you go and, and hulk a, a photograph is, wait he appears walking alongside lou ferrigno in an early scene but as a security guard at bruce banner's lab it was his first speaking role in a film based on one of his characters okay cool there was a man thing movie wow there was a man thing movie, lad. And no, really? Man man thing is Marvel's version of Swamp Thing. Really yes. on the nose there, Marvel. And then I'll photograph is Lee is seen on the board of mission people. Yeah, I know. In Big Hero Six, which is a Marvel yeah, movie. I did not yep. know this was a Marvel movie. I'm like, oh really? Yeah, He's Big like Hero Six is like a comic line in the Marvel comics, but they look extremely different from that movie. And mm -hmm. then, you know, Disney bought Marvel and everything. They wanted to, instead of adapting it to, like, some sort of live-action movie, they thought, hey, this actually works pretty good as, like, a Pixar anime Disney movie. And I guess okay, it's you know, adapted well. I know. It's yeah. okay. Lee's voice and likeness are used for the, for the father of character Fred, though he 
Is Fred the, the character that's a big like superhero fan and everything? Yeah. He's like, we have our orgy. He's, okay, that, 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 that's even funnier. Yeah, he's like super rich. Remember, he has like the mansion from his parents, who is Stan Lee. Yeah. And is everything. it Fred? Is it Fred? I think he. I think he's played by Deadpool's friend. I think so. Yeah. That he's yeah Seth. Rogen. That's great. Yeah. That is great. That is so great. In obviously, he shows up in Venom. Mm -hmm. And then, oh wow! Apparently, the Venom one was the last cameo made by Lee released before his death. Oh, wow. Wow. So he was, he was, he was in Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So he's the one who sells the Spider-Man costume to, to Miles Morales. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Let me see. Who else, who else we show? Okay. The trial of the incredible Hulk. There it is. There it is. His first <laughs> appearance in a Marvel movie or TV project. That's a journey. Yeah. He has a cameo and a short promotional advertisement called Spider-Man Homecoming NBA Finals. I remember that. I remember that one. Non-NCU television series. Okay, so, so this is what I'm talking about. He showed up in The Gifted, which is basically an X-Men like TV series, <laughs> not mm -hmm. the MCU. I don't even think it's associated with the actual like X-Men movies. I think it's just its own thing. Ooh. And then he's in the 1980s Incredible Hulk animated series, his voice. It's narrated. And um, let's see what else. Lid, uh, he did one in the 1989 X-Men film. A animated series. Pilot. Okay, so he did that. Okay, so let's see. Two episodes of the Fantastic Four. He voiced himself in two of those episodes. He's the executive producer on the TV show for Spider-Man. Final episode of Spider-Man, Madam Web. Okay, so let's see what else. Think of original Marvel Action Hour. It was a syndicated television program. Block Jones Entertainment provided uh, anime adaptations. Okay. He vo voiced Cl Clifford Walker in the, Walters in the Incredible Hulk animated series. I'm trying to see what else. I'm trying to see if I know Superhero Squad. Jeez. Spectacular Spider-Man series, he showed up. He showed up in the Ultimate Spider-Man series. He's the, the high school janitor. Mm. He was in Hulk, Agents of Smash, but mm. Big Hero 6, the series, obviously. We already mentioned that. Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yeah, he played a hot dog vendor. <laughs> wow. It was in a Marvel crossover. Here's the Lego superheroes, like, movie. That he showed up in Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. He, he was in there. Avengers, a Phantom Quest. He showed up in the future Avengers. Oh, really? I did not know that. That's a cool one. He showed up actually a few times, I think. Is it listed there in the Ultimate Spider Man TV show? Or maybe it was yeah. just. All right, lad, you're the Spider Man expert to me. Explain to me the difference between all these different adjective Spider Man books. Uh, oh, oh! You mean the the TV shows and such, right? Yeah, all of that. Uh, even the, yeah, the, the the comic books, because it's always confused me. Yeah, I think they basically just do that just to you know distinguish them from each other. So I think like you know I don't know which one is this official title, but there's Spectacular Spider Man and like the Amazing Spider Man. I forget which one is like you know the Spider Man adjective, right? But a lot of these are like TV shows. So they just put like another adjective in front of it 
just to make it, uh, you know, stand out or seem really cool and exciting. It works with his character, I guess. But yeah, it's just it's just a way to distinguish them, like superior Spider-Man for Doc Ock or Miles Morales Spider-Man. And we have, you know, there's Ultimate Spider-Man TV show, which was about Peter Parker, even though it was called uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spectacular Spider-Man I mean, was another show. Wasn't, I mean, there is one series where it's not Spider, it, it, it wasn't Superior Spider-Man Doc Ock. Yeah, that was a comic book series that was a Doc Ock was Spider-Man or he became he took our Peter Parker's body and became, you know, Spider-Man, right? Yeah, so I guess that's kind of there. Okay, so he even showed up in, in, in the video games in the 2000 Spider-Man game and the Spider-Man 2 Enter Electro game and the 2010 Spider-Man Shadow Dimensions. He oh, he was a senator in Ultimate Alliance that you actually have a conversation with. Huh. That was his first ever uh, on-screen video game appearance. It's actually him. Yeah, wow. He was in the Amazing Spider-Man video game. And uh, there you go. Lego Marvel superheroes. He has the ability to turn into a Hulk-like creature, but with the same hair, mustache, and glasses. He's referred to as Excelsior Hulk. That's good. They have Lego Avengers has more stuff with him. Yeah, the Amazing Spider-Man 2 game. Lego Marvel Adventures, where he's able to turn into a Celsius Hulk, Iron Stan, and the Stan Buster. <laughs> During the, the credit sequence, his character is cleaning Tony Stark's apartment, casually picks up Mjolnir and accidentally shoots a lightning bolt at the front chair. I remember that. <laughs> he makes appearance as a Lego version of himself in Superheroes 2, where he has the powers of Thor, Galactus, and Spider-Man. He's able to complete, he's able to complete the Gwenpool missions. All right. He uses a short order cook in, in the PlayStation Spider-Man game, which I think is annoying. That's the PlayStation exclusive. And then Miles Morales, he has a statue after him. Okay, here is non-Marvel appearances. He was in... Okay, so th- this movie, he was in a lot of, um, a lot of um, Kevin Smith movies. He was in The Princess Diaries. I didn't know that. He was in Kick-Ass? Jeez. Let's see. He, he was Pizza Man. Uh, I mean, he was in Pizza Man. He appearance in the, the, the Madness of the Method. Okay, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Animation. He had all this. He makes appearance in this cartoon movie, Blunt Man. Avenger Initiative. Let me see. Yeah, there you go. See, Teen Titans go go to the movies in the film. When they realize he is a, he's in a DC movie and not a Marvel movie, he declares that he needs to leave. He shows up later again, stating that he doesn't care if it's a DC movie. He just loves movies and making cameos. And he shouts Excelsior. <laughs> I've written just Imagine Comics for DC. This makes Lee the only DC writer to appear in the film. Okay. <laughs> He was in Ralph Breaks the Internet? Oh, really? Wow. He showed up in Comic Book Confidential, Comic Book Greats, Stanley's Mutants, documentary film produced by Creative Line. Okay, so uh, to talk about Lee's life, the marriage of John Lee. Okay, that's cool. History Channel, okay, Comic Book Superheroes Unmasked, Stanley's Superheroes, Joke Aside, DVD program, Marvel, then and now. 
He's also in a history channel. Um, uh, he was in that. I'm trying to find any ones that I know specifically. He makes an appearance in a series called Superpower Beatdown. Oh, okay, I know that. So Bat in the Sun is a YouTube channel, and they do these series uh, of videos called Superpower Beatdowns where they'll like pair up pop culture characters and have them fight like they have Spider-Man versus Darth Maul, and he makes a cameo in that episode. Ooh. And then, okay, and then he, here we go. Big Bang Theory. He, he's in front of his house wearing uh, Fantastic Four pajamas. He gets rid of Sheldon. Because what happened in that episode is Shel is the co local comic book store is having a signing for Stan Lee. Everyone shows up except Sheldon because he has to go to court because he has jury duty. So he shows up at his house. Yeah. Obviously, that, obviously that's – and then he gets a restraining order by Stan Lee. Nice. Oh, so he gets. A, does he get a signature from that or something? Yeah, so technically he gets a Stan Lee's autograph. <laughs> that's so funny. So he showed up on uh, in the Hero Show. I should watch that. I gotta, I gotta find that. Let's see, bottoms up. Okay, so he showed up in Entourage. Everyone's showing up in Entourage. Uh, oh, he shows up in Chuck. I did not know that. Uh, he showed up in Video Game High School. Hmm. He was a judge in the second. Lad, have you ever seen a VGHS? No, I don't think so. It's basically, so it, it's made by the, the folks at Rocket Jump, and it's a series where uh, the world revolves around gaming. Like their entire schools devoted just to, so in other words, we'd be going to college for gaming. Nice. Like the, the varsity sports team is just the FPS team. <laughs> He's also a Stanley Lucky Man. I'm trying to find specific. He, he was in a, a couple of music videos, apparently. He was in The Simpsons. Jeez, this is great. Super. Wait, what? Hang on, hang on. Oh, okay. Making an appearance. Okay. Um. And a non-playable character. Following Lee's death, Blizzard Entertainment added a non-player character named Stanley, modeled off of Stanley to, to the game World of Warcraft. Hmm. That's interesting. Let me see if. All right. So basically, he showed up in Comic Book Man. I already mentioned that in a couple episodes. Yeah, basically, yeah, he's that, everywhere. <laughs> he's everywhere. He's in all of us. So basically, that's Stan Lee, guy that has contributed massively to at least our childhoods. Uh -huh. Let me put this way: without him, there'd be no Spider-Man. No. Spider-Man was like my first big. That was the first superhero movie that I really got like really into. Like I had, uh -huh. I had a six-inch Tobey Maguire Spider-Man action figure. Oh, nice! Like the one from that movie. Mm -hmm. And then I remember seeing those original three movies in theaters and coming out of Spider-Man 3. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> tear coming down my cheek. I'm like, no, <laughs> you'd better not be, be the guy who said, let's have, to let's have to Tommy McGuire dance around in a black suit like an idiot. I've never actually watched Spider-Man 3 all the way through. So 
We'll see how it is. Ah. I, you know, knowing me, I'll probably like it or something. You'll probably <laughs> like it. <laughs> I mean, it's cheesy as hell, but I mean, it's it's not not that good. Spider Man Two is great, by the way. Yeah, I remember Spider Man. I think I think of my favorite sp- of the three. Spider Man Two is my favorite, mm-hmm. and then. I didn't think the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies were that bad. Yeah, I like them. I thought they Considering were Considering cool. they're more they're more comic accurate that his web shooters are actually <laughs> like like uh built by him. Right. So by the way, I don't know if you know this yet, but James Cameron actually wrote a Spider-Man script for a movie. Really? It's similar to to the original Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Except like Spider Man has sex in it w- with his mask on, only wearing his mask. Yeah, it's really weird. I saw a couple of people talking about the script. It is like freaky. None of the actual Spider Man like rogues show up in the movie. It's like his Avatar movie, <laughs> just like yeah. all weird. Well, let me put it this way: A- Avatar was less weird. <laughs> there are a couple of of scenes in the movie that I don't want to mention because um, I try to keep this pretty G-rated. All right, so, all right. Now, besides Spider-Man, lad, what's your favorite creation of Stan Lee? Like, it counts superhero teams and everything. Mine's the X-Men. X-Men is a really good one. That's That's a really good choice. Oh boy, I that probably the Fantastic Four, honestly. They're the one I yeah. know the most, and they're like that's so iconic. We're like seeing the cover for that first, uh, well, looking at it, you know, recently at the cover for the first comic book. Like, oh wow, that's that's so cool, you know, because they're pretty cool mm-hmm. characters. They're been, they're all really good characters. It's a shame that the movies can't get their act together. Yeah, let's see if the MCU's new one, Fantastic Four, yeah. Lachi. So uh, hopefully they like just don't do this. Don't do anything that's been done in the live action. Fantastic Four movies, and you basically can't fail. Yeah, exactly. Just basically do the opposite of Fan Four Stick. <laughs> yeah. What we should do, lad, for an episode is watch Fan Four Stick and roast the, sh- the the hell the and roast it. Yep. Yep. That'd that, be so great. Be As we're recording, like we'll be like, that is so stupid. Yep. All right, so th- th- that's the end of our discussion of Stan Lee. But but before we log off, I just want to have a, a discussion with Lyle on the episode about some recent comic book news. Chiefly, the Snyder Cut's going to be a four-hour movie, apparently, instead of a series. Ooh, that's going to be so really good. So we don't have to watching. wait to we, – so we can, like, binge the whole thing. You know, Lyle, you and I are going to do it. No, yep, yep, that's going to be What we really should do good. also – what we'll do is we'll do an episode – about the theatrical cut of Justice League, like we'll watch it painfully. Oh, no, that please. way, that way we know what we got. That way, when we get to the Snyder cut, we have it's fresh in our minds. So we can see, oh, that's better. That's better. That's better. That's better. That's better. That's better. Just so we can have a little more, like, well, uh, we can refresh our hatred for the for the for Justice League. <laughs> But uh, and then also, so let's see, what else can we talk about? So, One Division came out. Lad hasn't seen it yet, so that's why I'm not talking about it because otherwise I'd be spoiling it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna talk about it until Lad watches it, and then we'll we'll have a segment like near the 
the end. I figured that from now on, the end of the episodes will be like a short news segment because that way we can talk about this. And then I'll I'll do also the a shorter, like maybe 10 to 20 minute news show on the YouTube channel. So once again, keep track with the YouTube channel and the podcast channel because we're going to be doing a lot of stuff on that. In fact, again, like I said last week, all future episodes are going on the YouTube channel as well. So, Lad, what do you think of Stanley? Oh, quite the guy. He's quite. He has some. He has some good character. You know, he's a he's a funny dude. Like you know, he could have he could have done some acting if he didn't become like a you know writer and everything like that. <laughs> what I like the most about Stanley is that he was like the one adult who would always stand up for comic books. Mm-hmm. As like, there's this scene in Comic Book Men where. One of the people, like one of the patrons of the store, thinks they outgrow comics. So they actually call in Stan Lee to talk to the guy and just hearing him describe the beauty of comic books. It's amazing. Yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. He was a big lot. I remember like the year he died, like throughout the year, you had celebrities dying and everyone's like, for the love of God, protect Stan Lee and Betty White. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, 2018 was like everyone was dying, but... I'm like, stop dying, people! Make yeah, better was... life choices! <laughs> but then I remember even DC did a uh, did a tribute to him. I'm going to actually share that screen so I can find it. So let me do that. DC Comics Stanley Tribute. Let me see. Hang on. Uh, DC Entertainment releases comic book tribute to Stan Lee. Let me see that. So they had this. Okay, I'm going to share share my screen again real quick. Here was D- DC's tribute to Stan Lee with the utmost respect for from the, the distinguished competition, Excelsior. Mm-hmm. So let's see. I'm I'm trying to see because they did this really great um, image. It was of the okay. So so first off, here's what happened. Here's the Marvel tribute to Stan Lee when he died. They did one for DC, like the JLA or at his funeral. Uh. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Oh, I know that. I know that uh, that artist. He's a really cool artist. But, but but basically, that was that was the DC one too. I saw him with like have the casket on there. By the way, here is is Stan Lee's version of the DC characters. By the way, hmm. here's Space Cop, cool. Space Cop, Superman, Wonder Woman. I have no idea who that is. I have to, to to read more on that in order to get who that is. That might be Martian Manhunter. Here is Batman, and Batman's like an ex-con r- 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 wrestler. Here's Green, green Lantern. Here's Green Lantern, who's actually green. Mm-hmm. And then the, here's the female Flash. Let me see. I'm, I'm trying to just real quick before I sign off. I want to know what's okay. So Batman, Wonder Woman. Green Lantern, Superman, The Flash. Is that Aquaman? The the reboot? Let me see here. Hang on, hang on. Let me go just real quick. Stan Lee, Aquaman. 
That, this is Stan Lee's Aquaman. Oh, wow. He's actually like watery. He's actually blue. Stan Lee Catwoman because that had one. That's actually really cool. Wow, that is actually really dope. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find out who that purple, like Hulk-like character is. Let me see, Stanley Captain Marvel. Let me see. Just imagine. Okay, it's the purple. The purple one is Captain Marvel. In other words, Shazam. Oh, okay. All right, all right. That that makes sense. All right. Now that we got that, hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Remember, like, comment, subscribe. And our next episode is actually going to be the Fantastic Four. What we'll do is we'll go over their publication history, all the good storylines, and then we'll also trash the movies, particularly Fan Four Stick. <laughs> oh but boy! Have you <laughs> seen Fan Four Stick? I haven't. I just remember seeing the trailer for it and thought it was extremely cool, but I never wanted to go see it. The trailer. Oh, the trailer man. looked cool. No, the trailer, trailer looked great. The trailer. The, do you know it's bad when the trailer is better than the movie? Yeah. It's because they left out all the other BS and just <laughs> left in all the all the stuff that people were actually there to see, like Doctor Doom, but they left out the fact that the last battle is like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, man, what's wrong with that? No. <laughs> it's it's really weird. It's it, it's a boring movie. It's a boring superhero movie. They stand around and do nothing for hours. <laughs> There's like a twenty minute montage of them building the machine. Yeah, I'm like, stop it! Punch something. <laughs> invisible do, do something invisible that was the line in the honest trailer for for the ang lee hulk movie where he's like standing looking at a rock and, and, the, and the honest trailer guy's like stop looking at a rock punch something <laughs> oh boy all right everyone hope you enjoyed that episode we will be with you next week for the fantastic four and throughout the, uh, and I'll try and periodically throw up like Star Wars episodes and news episodes. I'm, I'm going to try and keep up with, with the YouTube channel. But the one thing you can always count on is that there will be UTC episodes on, on podcasting and YouTube. So just watch out for that. Enjoy yourself and uh, have a good weekend. Lad, always a good time uh, podcasting with you. Yeah, likewise. Fun times. And by the way, we may be adding some more people to, to the uh, Under Two Capes family. I'll let you know about that. All right, everyone, stay heroic. <laughs>